Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one magnificent page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, we find a strange sort of pronouncement that really kind of made me stop and wonder a little bit. Here we go. The rabbis are talking about measurements for the Eruv, the topic du jour, if you will. And here is what one of them, Rav Idi, says. Rabbi Idi said, These are nothing more than words of prophecy, i.e., I do not see the logic behind this statement. What difference is it to me if the measure terminated in the middle of the city or if it terminated at the far end of the city? Now, you know, I'm well-versed in kind of dis terms. And as far as kind of like belittling language goes, I've never heard anyone say to another person, oh, you're talking nonsense. It's nothing more than words of prophecy. It's almost like the Talmud means the term as an insult. And so to help us puzzle through this linguistic theological conundrum, I have the pleasure of welcoming assistant professor at Hebrew Union College, A.J. Berkowitz. Hello. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me, Leo. It is an absolute pleasure. I am really kind of stumped by this. What does Rabbi Edi mean? These are nothing more than words of prophecy, man. Why put it like that? What does the Talmud see prophecy as? That's a great question. It seems like the Talmud and rabbinic Judaism as a whole has a really weird, strange, and complicated relationship with prophecy. Like there's another place in the Talmud that tries to indicate that the only people who are even capable of prophecy are young children and madmen. Um, so it, it's weird. There, there does seem to be this dislike of prophecy, or at least pure prophecy, the sort of sonorous prophecy that you find in biblical literature, or that's attributed to biblical literature in the world of the rabbis. I think that there are some good historical reasons for it, both in rabbinic culture and in the competition rabbinic rabbis had with other groups claiming prophecy or claiming to be Jews. So like, well, let's tackle each one. So first, start backwards. The rabbis are very almost adamant that prophecy ends once the biblical canon, in their mind, was closed with Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi as the you know trio of final prophets. That's it. Malachi locked the door. Malachi is the last OG. Done. Mic drop, no more prophecy. Correct. According to the rabbis. And it's almost not too difficult to understand sort of why they do this. Like, think about it this way, Leah. Like, what other group tried to claim that prophecy still existed and could Ose supplant or supplement an older form of testament with something maybe a little bit newer? And a, another group with another prophet with a newer Kamavudi maybe testament. Right. Perhaps they, they might you know, eventually call it the New Testament, wow. a prophetic book that, of course, prophecy exists from God. So God told us, God revealed this sacred literature. And so we now read the Old Testament through the eyes of the New. So on the one hand, from a like comparative perspective, it seems pretty kind of compelling for why rabbis would dislike the notion of prophecy or at least try to limit it, limit it, limit it. That's sort of like the historical explanation. But there's also a cultural one, right? Like you're probably as an expert in this podcast, you know, like the rabbis more than anything else, like I'll, I'll pose this question to you, like do they love to like just know stuff or do they love the discovery of finding out stuff? Huh. Uh, discovery? 
Yeah, right. Th- would be the correct answer? Yes, discovery is absolutely the correct answer. Textual study or knowledge through the study of text, right? This culture of the technical term that scholars will use is scholasticism. But what it means is the intense focus on discovering meaning from text um, became an important part of how rabbis understood themselves and how they understood Judaism, in contrast to another way that knowledge can come from God, right? Which is skip the text, get it directly, get it through prophecy, or let's call it revelation. So it seems that like in the time, like for certain rabbis, right, the the notion of prophecy has to be demonized, has to be made small so that text study can loom significantly larger. I love that. So even for us living some years after that other group uh, kind of, you know, succeeded uh, in the long term, and the whole idea of prophecy is no longer sort of historically threatening. But even for us now in, in modern times, there's a kind of a good lesson here, right? Which is, hey, if you really want to know something, you actually have to work hard. You actually have to study. Here it is, the beginning of wisdom. For sure. And I'll, I'll, I'll take your hand and see it double. It's not just, here's the beginning of wisdom. You have to study. I'm an academic. I study. That's like my job. But the truth is, I think what the rabbis teach us here is that the best way to get at God is also a way that's extremely accessible to pretty much all of us, especially you know those of us listening to this podcast, right? You study text And that is, in some sense, your revelation. You get close to God, not through some happenstance of divine selection and lightning coming down from heaven. It comes from the, I dare say, maybe quotidian, the daily act of just studying words, studying text, using your brain to figure things out. Professor Berkowitz, uh, what an invitation uh, and an exhortation uh, to always be learning. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for having me, Liel. This was wonderful. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.